Nerds, welcome to another episode of Bank Black and Nerd Culture, the show where we break down pop culture, sci-fi, superhero stuff, usually Marvel and DC, but we give it to you from the black side, the black perspective. Of course, we're coming to you. Your boy Tricky is giving you the comedy. My boy KC is coming through with the in-app analysis and everything like that from the super fan perspective. Uh, this, this episode, we're going to be breaking down Dave, season three. What up, Kev? You ready for this, bro? Yeah, man. I, I have uh, been a fan since season one. You've been a fan since you saw that little dick on that boy, huh? That's that's unnecessary. <laughs> why why is it always gotta go to that to that point? It's it's been like this since I was fourteen. We could we could stop now, man. It's it's okay. Boy, so you got a nice little dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to break that down. Nah, bro. Nah, I mess with you. I like I like Lil Dicky, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been a fan of his since. Uh, I mean, he does the most amazing videos. You know, his videos were always something epic. You know, you knew when you turned on a Lil Dicky video, it was gonna be something outrageous and extremely yeah. funny. Yeah, and and he also can spit, man. Like, yeah, I've 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 gone back to the to the history of YouTube and kind of looked at some of his freestyles and just been like, man, this is dude is dope and awe. And my first actual kind of like garner any kind of attention for him wasn't through his like mixtape of videos is when he was on the double uh, XL oh, freshman like the freshman class yeah, yeah. and nobody yeah man because everybody was trash but but he yeah. came up there and I was like yo he's the only one killing it I was like yeah. it, 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 uh, he might be the one holding this thing together right yeah. now as far as double XL one uh, designer one designer on that one. I don't remember what that yeah, class it was. was uh, it I think promising. it was designer and Anderson Pac, but Anderson is is a musician and yeah, entertainer. Yeah, yeah. He can do that stuff, but yeah, 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 that was not his best. Yeah, of course, we know he dope. Yeah, we yeah, know he dope. He, he, I mean, he's he's going to go down as a legend. I'm, I'm not just for the music he does, but music he does for other people too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. But we talking about a little Dicky. We talking right, about Dave, right. man. Obviously, he garnered all of that. The attention that he was getting from the YouTube videos and put it into into this show. Kevin Hart was the executive producer on this thing, man. Yeah. When it, when the show first came out, bro, I was excited. I was like, "Yo, it's gonna be dope." It didn't disappoint. I don't think I've ever laughed harder at a at a television episode than I did season one, episode three. I, I meant to go back and watch it before we did this pod, bro. But I just remember Run, running back. Which one episode, bro? Was that? It was it was like kind of a bottle episode, man. Him and Allie was just chilling. This one they were still dating, uh-huh. and he <laughs> he was trying to live out his fantasy of being milked oh, uh, by her. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he had that that fuck doll, the fuck me silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. How it can was you, just the legs. You, can't, you cannot forget that episode. Yeah. So yeah, I think my wife was with me watching the first couple episodes. She yeah. was she was with me, but then that came up. Yeah, she never stopped to watch the episode with me. She's like, yeah, that's enough of that. Uh, yeah, I can see that. So yeah, I definitely got a different sense of humor than my wife as well, bro. I think she <laughs> checked out on that shit too. <laughs> but I was like, oh no, y'all got a fan for life for me. <laughs> You doing this kind of stuff on network television, <laughs> bro? It's it's crazy to me the stuff that they get away with on uh, FX is where it, it airs, yeah, right? Yeah, FX, FX, X, X. yeah. FX, FX, X, X. Yeah, I think I might have watched maybe the first two episodes 
on actually live when it premiered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then from who then watches, on. Who watches regular TV cable oh, yeah. no more when it actually come on? I know. I don't even know. I can't even tell you what time that show comes on. Yeah. I can tell you what day it arrives on Hulu. Right. But exactly. I can't tell you what day the actual show starts or whatever maybe you remember the days of sitting there waiting for a fucking tv show to start checking the Man. tv guy like a simp yeah and, be, and, be, seven. and then be pissed if you miss it oh hell yeah yeah what no dvr what no on demand shit yeah. you just fucked yeah <laughs> bro we're dinosaurs man hell yeah we are we're the best kind of dinosaurs though bro we dinosaurs that remember the stone age we like we still rocking in this bitch yeah, yeah. with all the technology i like it i, I wouldn't have it any other way yeah man so how you want to get into this man because it i i we're gonna, we gonna get into it the same way we always do yeah well how, how i'm you usually get to ask so i'm gonna ask this time okay how, how do you like it i like it yeah. i love it i yeah. want some more of it so you you you, you ready you want season four absolutely man keep okay. this thing rocking bro he got a he got a good thing you know the cast is is amazing the cast is incredible uh dave is obviously uh multi-talented you know he's a really good actor yeah and obviously he's a he's a great rapper he has that comedic value so he he's dope as hell yeah. andrew santino is an amazing oh, man. comic man he's, man he's funny he has that dry humor that just works perfectly for his role uh in the show yeah. you know what i'm saying and uh gator Gator is dope. Yeah. You know, he, I don't know, you know, I meant to dive into, you know, I wanted to see what his origins were, man, because, man, if he wasn't always ambitious to be an actor, uh, man, he missed his calling, but I'm glad that he's getting it now because he's an incredible a- actor. You know, when he gets into like his mental health stuff, yeah. and he goes on his tirades and everything like that, yeah. he's able to switch it up so quick from being like the goofy, lovable hype man that's always talking about sex and that addiction to actually diving into some real stuff. Yeah, man. Um, and Allie's beautiful. Uh, the Asian girl. Uh <laughs> 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 I, I know we actually need to bring up the uh the the actors not just call people with an asian girl why would you say something like that bro you can't call well, you, people with an asian girl i mean that's that's you now nah, you said uh, that. i'm gonna i'm gonna dub your voice emma. to make it where you said that shit. Uh, emma emma yeah Emma's nice man Emma's nice now the whole cast is cool bro i think they they have a perfect ensemble for what they for what they're trying to pull off it's like a a silly musical version of entourage man i got i definitely got a like the felt the same spirit of entourage and i watched the first season too yeah yeah it's yeah, dope man. man but how about you do you like it man it, it i uh man i like the show i like the concept I like the characters i like the 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 writing the music i'm, I'm a fan of it but somehow this show was like curb your enthusiasm but yeah you know with through hip-hop yeah but they do something that's different than i think other shows may do for me and it's like peak this sense of anxiety while i'm watching an episode yeah like kirk does that too though yeah but at the end you know you kind of know it's going to be a happy ending right yeah in curve is just something goofy happens you're like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. this knucklehead again you know what i'm saying yeah that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff yeah but like when you watching this something could change and it could be affecting just this episode alone yeah or it may affect 
everything else from this True. point on facts, and, you, and you never know what you're going to get in the episode yeah and the thing that may be the thing that's going to be that he's concerned about like that may not be the major thing to be concerned about it might yeah. be something else within the episode yeah so it it it, it raises something it for me good mr x yeah you know yeah. keep you on your toes and keep it uh yeah. really really interesting as along with being funny yeah. as well, you know a super entertaining but then it has some underlining concepts of like bojack horseman in the sense yeah, of that's a that's a good comparison in the sense of we're not supposed to like dave all the way through yeah like dave is not all the ways the good guy you're not always yeah. rooting for him but yet you are you, you know? get a sense of of itself in dave you know what i'm saying like you know i think even if people aren't aspiring rappers or you know in the entertainment industry like the stuff that he goes through like with his family with his friends and the emotional impact that it has on stuff it's so relatable you know it is like you're viewing him through the lens of like you say a good guy but he makes decisions just like any other human would right you know what i'm saying so yeah it's it's very it's very down to earth. It's very grounded, uh, even with the heightened uh, silliness that, yeah. that goes on. Which which is needed, man. You need you need that on both sides. Like that's the, good writing. It is. It is. They do have some good writing. Um, it has also made me reflect on my own self because it's so relatable. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm analytical person in general, not extra, just for extra analytical for TV shows or movies. Yeah. Just in life. Man, that's and a nice shirt you got on, bro. I just noticed this shirt. Is that corduroy? I don't know what this is, man. It's nice though. I like it. It's like it. I want to run my hands through it and feel the bumps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> KC got on a corduroy shirt, I, I shirt just, right now. I got the the stripes, the, the striped lines through it. It's nice. Y'all should see them right now. I just got for work. Yes, yeah. So I'm still in my work clothes. Yeah, it's cool though. My bad. Yeah. I thought we. No, you're good, man. I appreciate the compliment. See, sometimes you need brotherly love. And, and that's all. That's all it's about, bro. That's so. all it's about. That's all it's about, man. So, man. So we want to get into the first episodes, man. Like I say, we've had two episodes of Dave already. Uh, and those were fire. Now we're getting into this third season. I will say, I pulled up Rotten Tomatoes uh, to to kind of do the rundown list of the episodes, bro. Tell me why this season has uh it's 100 percent on rotten tomatoes really absolutely i think it's deserved it absolutely it's deserved so um this season this season starts out with dave and the crew on tour the uh the looking for love tour yeah um i've been on tour with you looking for love i i would say we were on tour for Good ten years, maybe. <laughs> ten years? You think it's been? I thought it was a little bit longer. Uh yeah. We were looking for love for a long time. Did nobody want to love us, bro? I think we're very lovable dudes. I I I I know that's for sure. Like that's a fact. Yeah. Were we were we looking for love or were we looking for lust, though, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, you know. I think for the first twelve years it's <laughs> definitely a blurred line for that lust and yeah. then I think the last two years of it there's some love yeah. involved yeah the nights get lonely yeah the yeah the nights get lonely but right? you, you you know you found love before I did you know Fabi came around way for well kind of the miss like don't don't say my wife's name the side chicks are gonna get mad <laughs> they be licking her up and shit like who <laughs> who is this <laughs> 
just playing. I would never. Yeah. I would never have a side chick. It's too much stress. I can barely handle one. And I got two daughters. <laughs> so I don't want more voluntarily. What the fuck? Yeah, it's expensive too. Hell yeah, it's expensive. Dog. You got to be rich to to mess around. It's the only way. Yeah. If you broken doing it, applause to you. You must got a swinger. You must be hanging. <laughs> you got bitches hanging from it. <laughs> with the mule. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, nah, we was we was we was looking for love, man. Uh, we was out there in them streets, in the Houston streets. Yeah, but um, yeah, thankfully we did finally we did finally find love. But um, now nah, this uh, this 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 season is cool because it takes you through so many different um places, so many so they so each episode is a different place essentially that they visit. You know, kind of until you get to the end of the episode. I mean, to the end of the season. I'm sorry. And he's more settled at his home in, yeah. in L.A. But the way that they started out the season was dope, man. So they started out in the great state of Texas, man. Texas representing. Right. Uh, you listen to this in another from another state. We appreciate y'all being here, man. We represent Houston, Texas, H-Town. Um, so, yeah, Dickie and the gang uh, roll up through Texas trying to find love and uh, kind of – this episode for foreshadows somebody that he's gonna meet or gonna come back <laughs> at the end, at of, the the end of the season. So if y'all have seen Dave, and I imagine like spoiler alerts, man, if you ain't seen the third season of Dave, go check it out. Push pause on this and then come back after you watch it. It's a quick binge, man. Yeah, the yeah. episodes fly by because it's yeah. so entertaining. Um. But yeah, we meet somebody that you know foreshadows going to be at the end of the season, um, which which was hilarious. Dog, she made him a bust of of his head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was like. It was like ceramic or some other stuff, and he just yeah. he just this is this is the reason why you don't like Dave is because he takes something he really wants to connect with his fans. He talks about that yeah. like throughout the tour. And when a genuine fan comes up to connect with them, he's almost like, yeah, I'm not really about that. There's other things on his mind, and he's in the process of going through a breakup to try and fill that void of yeah. whatever he thinks he's needing to do. And I like how in, in this in this episode, you kind of get introduced to what he's looking for, and then he kind of somewhat finds it. Like, she kind of he, – he ends up interacting yeah. with someone that's at his concert, but it's not necessarily – a fan yeah. so to speak yeah but she point. she fits and hits all the check marks for his ideal situation and ideal woman yeah yeah you make a great point man because i think you know the writing and the writers they purposely did that right you know mm-hmm. they kind of wanted to show what they kind of they wanted to tell a story you know through uh through the actual story of not just him saying it like, oh, this is the type of girl that I'm looking for. Instead, show the audience, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what he's getting. Uh, obviously, spoiler alert, this girl ended up playing the hell out of him, you know, because he's all like, yo, I just want a chick. He wants somebody that damn near don't even know who he is. You know what I'm saying? To just want to be with him for him, right. which is which is what we all want, right? Yeah. You know, not, not for some outside circumstances or whatever, but yeah. uh, and she played the hell out that yeah, fool. Yeah, yeah. And Dave wouldn't be Dave without having something weird come oh, into play. Yeah. What was it? It was a it was a body protection, <laughs> body condom, or something like that. It was a contraption I never even thought to even yeah people would even think about. I wonder if that's real. I wonder if that. I, whole I, I little, didn't. I didn't try and look it up or anything. Yeah. But 
Yeah, so it goes there. He has that contraption. It's like a scrotum guard or something. Yeah, like yeah, a full yeah. thing. You, <laughs> it's like a girdle for men. It has like a little dick outlet. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, so man. stupid, man. So, so as I'm watching the episode, I'm thinking, oh, no, what happens if she finds this and she rejects him for it? And yeah. that's not the case, really. She's just nah. trying to – that she's got her own mission that she's trying to accomplish. Yeah. She's part of he, – he's part of her checklist as far as knocking down a celebrity. Yep, yep. And uh, I don't I know – she fall asleep on that, bro. If Rihanna had me up in a trailer or something and, and was like, hey, you know, yeah. Yeah. ain't no way I'm falling asleep. Yeah. But Come for those, but for those who are in a relationship, for those guys or ladies in a relationship, and it's it's late, they girl or whoever significant others feeling good. Yeah, they're like, man, wait till I get you home. And from the time you leave the bar, Jesus, to the point you get home, man, it's, that's done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, it's, bro. It's it's like she didn't took a sleeping pill. Like yeah. it's out, man. Like I a can't light. Tell you. So that happens all the time. It's a hundred percent success rate. Yeah. My wife's gonna fall asleep in the car. I but, definitely want to go to local bars now. <laughs> man. If it's more than a ten minute ride, she out. <laughs> Talking all this freaky shit. It's like, ooh, when we get home, I'm having to drag her ass out. The, <laughs> <to> the, <laughs> That's why I need me a fuck doll, bro. I have to order me a sex doll. So I get home, be like, all right, babe, you sleep. You sure? <laughs> hey, hey, we have to tap a little bit. Go ahead, make get, sure and bring out that, the, bring out that doll. Get the tap. You got you to double tap. Yeah, it's hey, technically hey, still. Hey, th- hey, <laughs> you up? Yeah, I was rolling the back of their head. Yeah, <laughs> it's technically still a threesome, right? If if wife's in the bed and you have the all doll right, in the bed right. as well. Yeah, you doing the math? I guess yeah. over there. Yeah. That's the purchase. That's, that's, my next, that's my next purchase. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is the, the interesting thing about the episode is I think everybody's got to a point to where they might have met, met somebody, met somebody they thought might have been close to a checklist if they have a checklist type of thing. And, yeah. You know, come to find out, all of that glitter is not gold. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So and it was hilarious because he had to stay trapped in the room with. Uh, <laughs> with oh them, yeah, with the them dudes fans. were not. <laughs> They were not about. To, they were like they're not about to let you go. Yeah. So what were, they were trying to see the little the little uh, scrotum guard, right? They they, they were, were like let me see. no. They, they were trying to see, see his dick. Yeah, yeah, because they wanted to see if it was really deformed yeah. and all that stuff. And and what you that you don't got so funny. You don't think about it as as uh, as Dave is letting this stuff out, whether it's true or not. Uh, I'm sure he's getting bombarded with all these things now, like of the curiosity of people trying to like fixated on it and trying to cure their curiosity of what's really going down on, on yeah. there. So. Yeah, I imagine I imagine he probably does get that all the time. I mean yeah. obviously this is like semi autobiographical, right? Yeah. You know? Um obviously I take a lot of liberties and stuff that uh they over exaggerate stuff. Which is which is what comics do, right? Yeah. You know, I tell stories when I do stand up that are like, hey, these are pulled from my real life. But, you know, you exaggerate things yeah. or whatever to, to make it, you know, a heightened sense of reality. Exactly. Make, make it funny. So, I don't know. if uh, I'm sure fans probably do ask him to see his dick, but they probably ain't all aggressive. <laughs> Pulling this shit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think yeah, he yeah, definitely, like you said before, going against the reality and kind of exaggerating something, a situation that I think he may fear. So Yeah. Now nah, that was a great episode, man. Good way to kick off the the season. Uh, from there, they go out to to Philadelphia. 
uh, and shoot the video about Dave's love origins. Yeah. What, what was the girl's name? Brittany? Was it Brittany? I think so. But I don't I remember the girl's name. He's back. So we're watching a video. I think it starts off with him watching a video. Yeah. And he's like recapping, but it's like a yeah. younger version of himself. Yeah. And you kind of already resonate with it because who didn't have the girl next door? This one interest. was probably the most relatable episode, man. I think this one, this one was a was a great. They told the story really good because you're always the hero of your own story, right? You're yeah. never the bad guy in your own story. So yeah, you know the 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 way that he felt about this girl and the the way that he remembers the story. There's always two sides to a story, right? Yeah, Everybody yeah. got a different perspective. So he was heartbroken, but you know. He never took the time to think about what this girl was actually going through as well. What was her side of the story? Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, especially when you're younger, you don't know how to express your feelings or what you're feeling about somebody. Facts. So it always just kind of like gets projected to yeah. someone else or, or them and somehow. Yeah. So it is kind of a crazy imagination to think like, what have you connected with that person that so-called broke your heart? Yeah. And then you're like... Oh, it turns out they were thinking about something completely different. Yeah. Um, so that was a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 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 other thing that was uh, interesting about this episode was it did speak the peak the anxiety because they're like on a time frame. Yeah. And they're trying to get yeah. all this stuff done. And you're like, in one point you're watching the show, but the other point is like, no, you gotta get the video done, man. You gotta get yeah. that finished. Yeah. So so he has a good way of kind of like immersing you in his world to make him like you get his feeling of. His thought process, you know, his anxiety, yeah. you know, on the on the on the under surface of the episode. Yeah, so I think the comparison we right. made to being like Entourage, man, is like spot on because yeah. it's always a thing. You know, you you connecting with Vinny, you know, in the Entourage episodes and how he interacting with his boys and stuff. And yeah, any romantic relationships, he was more of the like romantic one. So he had Sloan. that story, yeah, man. that storyline, yeah, Sloan was bad. Yeah, was shit. Yeah, we was uh, upset. We both. We both had that obsession with uh, <laughs> with with her. Sloan was nice, but yeah, he was more that that romantic uh, character. So everything is kind of built in one with Dave, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we were going through the journey of him finding love in these romantic relationships, but at the same time, he's like Ari as well. You know him and uh, yeah, him and uh, Andrew Andrew Santino's character Mike. Uh, you know the way that they have to navigate stuff in the music world. Yeah, it's, it's really dope. It's always cool to see that the entourage thing, as far as like friends being being successful together. Yeah, you know, which is what we doing. Right, what we doing right now. Yeah. This podcast is going out to the masses, to millions of people right now that's listening, man. So shout out to y'all being here. Yeah, appreciate you. <laughs> Got to do it with your boys, man. Yeah. Now, nah, but that was a I did like that episode a lot. Uh, I did like that episode a lot, man. We'll move on to the next episode, though. Um, they go out to Atlanta. This episode was great. Yeah. This episode was hilarious, man. Yeah. So out in Atlanta, you got the Atlanta artist. I like it kind of started out with him asking about Killer Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, is this, what does this mean? Like, um, who, uh, who, who even is a little Dicky, right? Yeah, like something he retweeted something like a little dicky tweet uh killer mike did and was like uh who is this guy do you know i don't know i, I think it said i don't know about this guy and, oh and, yeah and, and yeah, yeah yeah from there dave is yeah. just obsessing about what that tweet means right, right trying to figure out like 
who is uh, killing Mike and how to go how to go at him, how to maybe change his mind if he's saying like, oh, should I fuck with this guy? You know, and that's super relatable too, right? Yeah. Like we're always, I don't know why as humans, bro, you know, you as a super fucking analytical person could probably answer this better than me. Like you're always trying to figure out what somebody else is even thinking about you before you can even get like a, a natural response, you know, like before even having just a conversation with them, you create these conversations in your mind. You're trying to project what you think somebody wants to see from you rather than just being like naturally yourself, you know, and, and Dave is definitely like overthinking the whole like killer Mike thing, yeah. you know, uh, to the point where it like bites him in the ass at the end of the episode. But, um, I thought that was a cool representation of, yeah. of just I agree how people how people think. Yeah, man. You, yeah, I never I didn't think of it as a sense of not being yourself, you know, because it's yeah. always been what goes in your, in my head as far as somebody analytical of you know what what's going on, on the other side. Yeah, and you think of it as. As a as a inch, as a someone who's analytical, you think of it as being empathetic, like I am trying to accommodate others around me because I know what it feels like not to be accommodated for, yeah. And I also are trying to think of different scenarios and there's perfectionism that come perfectionism that comes in play. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into the to the to the brain whenever that happens. Yeah. But it's also funny because you've been in situations where regardless of how much you try and project, you're still gonna embarrass yourself. You're yeah. still gonna you know, goof yeah, up when words you, or when whatever. Yeah, when you're not your your true authentic self, you setting yourself up for failure. You know right, what I'm saying? When right. you're trying to like on interview, like you go into an interview and you give the interviewer just the questions that you think they want to hear. Yeah, man, come on, bro, you ain't getting that job. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. If you go in there and I mean you can't be a hundred percent yourself, you can't put your feet up on the on the desk, yeah, you, you, you got your toes you, out. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But you, you know you also. You just got to be yourself, man. And, and in most situations, that works out for most people. I couldn't be 100% myself around everybody. No. People would hate me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you, you need to give people a straight mm, 82%. Yeah. <laughs> 82% is, a, is just about enough right right there. Yeah. That's the sweet spot, man. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a good title for this episode, 82%. <laughs> Yeah, man. So we get out there to the Atlanta. We get to rock with some uh, Atlanta artists out there with him on tour. Bro, do you yeah. remember a time when we were younger where, dude, Atlanta had it on lock, bro? Oh, man. yeah. Man, it's so funny because um, I remember talking to a homeboy of mine at one point. He was he, he had moved here from, from Atlanta. Uh, and I was telling him, I was like, dude, man, how is it out there, man? It must be crazy. Like, everybody is popping. This is like 03, 04. Yeah. You know, Ludacris was on top, man. Uh, Jermaine Dupree. JD, yeah. Uh, I mean, who? Usher, you know, yeah. like, bruh. Like, everybody, like, it just, you couldn't turn on the radio and not hear an Atlanta artist, yeah. at least not, you know, like, two, you know. It's like every other song was like in Atlanta. Whether, Atlanta. whether it was a producer, a rapper, or a feature, somebody from Atlanta was yeah. associated with music at that time. Yeah, it was crazy. I was telling him, I was like, dog, it's, man, y'all seen this popping out there. He was like, bro, we jamming y'all. He was like, we jamming Houston artists. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was, like, I was like, damn, you know, that's true, man. Because at that time, 
Yeah, this was this is when like Switch House, everything was was popping off. Right, like, right. Mike Jones and uh, Paul Wall, yeah, uh, little Kiki, Slim Thug. You know, this is when they was at they in they prime. Right, right. Yeah, you're right, man. Because I think yeah, Atlanta was definitely on the on the scene at that point, and then a little bit like two two or three years after that, Houston just starts making all kinds of music. Like Houston was on the, on the radio, yeah. videos. It, some that that didn't really happen too much. Growing up, I think like the closest we had was UGK um, doing something yeah, with. Uh, yeah, we weren't hitting nationally. No, though. no, no. And so, yeah, that era, that was a weird era of mirror. It was a great era. It was, music. yeah, it was a great, it was, yeah, it was a great era. And of course, we had Queen B, we had Beyonce. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Music, music, music is still it's still good, obviously, but it wasn't nothing like like being back then. I don't know if it was a age thing because man, we were kids. Yeah, so. You know, I know I was still grabbing the CDs. We showing our age this episode, yeah. bro. We showing, we showing. <laughs> I said it was dinosaurs. Yeah, we showing our age, bro. I would, I would go pick up the CDs, sound waves, and, <clears throat> and stuff. I remember that. Uh, I was excited to look on the back of the the, the oh. album and the insert in the covers, see who produced what. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those you, were the good old days. You knew, you knew, you knew a lot about music, but it's different now. Like you, you, you. We didn't have as much exposure to artists as we do now. So anything they gave us, yeah. we were trying to devour it, trying to learn more about who we're idolizing, like who the music that we're listening to, yeah. anything that came out. But so it was cool to see like Usher and Rick, Rick Ross, Ross who, yeah. who's pivotal to this episode. Yeah. Uh, I really like the storyline. Killer Mike out there. And Killer yeah. Mike was... You know, man, you don't think about how far back he goes with Dungeon Family. You know what I mean? It, it's just For real. like that was that was a big thing too. Even before the two thousands, like not be, you know late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, say. damn, we didn't even mention Outkast when we was giving our rundown of Atlanta artists. How yeah. dare us? Yeah. The legends, the goats, right? The goat. Yeah. But but uh, one of the things I what I really really liked about this episode was. You know, Gator kind of find his his own voice within the duo. Yeah. If you like, if you remember watching the first two episodes, especially the Texas episode, that concert, you know, was really about Gator getting some shine, right? Yeah. If I'm if I got the episodes mixed up, but that's how the season ended too. That's how season two ended. Yeah, yeah. It's him trying damn getting. He was like, I'm put you on a feature. Like yeah. we're gonna do this together. Yeah. And and Gator trying to find his voice, and he yeah. did it by being a hundred percent himself. Yeah. So you kind of see the, the the contrast of what you're talking about between someone who is analytical and trying to project this image versus somebody who's just like, all I can do is be me, and the rest of the universe will take care of it from there. Yeah. Because I'm being me. Yeah. And, and he understood it because he understands Atlanta, he understands the mentality, he understands the hustle, and he exactly. understands how. Those people want to be addressed and talked to and, and come into the scene. And, and it show how you could get burnt. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, I like I like how, how the show does. The show is like, it's not always just cartoonishly happy and, and good right. things happen all the time. It yeah. shows like the raw and the gritty of, of what probably, I'm sure, real shit that actually happens. Yeah. You know, they get, they get robbed. Spoiler. Again, uh, I don't know why anybody would want to listen to this and, and not have watched the episodes, <laughs> but <laughs> in the off chance, you know, I gotta say spoiler. But um, there's one of one of his boys end up setting him up, and that's how they got the chain, Rick Ross's chain stolen. Mm. <clears throat> um, 
which is life, man. You know, life. Sometimes you got to watch out for snakes. You know, yeah. your camp. Unfortunately, you know, it's it's like I was talking to somebody, man. But you know, I don't remember exactly what the situation was, but somebody was like very upset that somebody close to them uh, let them down and, and burnt them, and and you know, did something. Uh, you know, did some snake shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was trying to explain to that person, I'm like, bro. Those are the people that's gonna let you down the most. It ain't gonna be some <laughs> random person. You, you disappointed me, random person. I'm so upset with you. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, of course, it's the people that's close to you that's that's gonna uh, let you down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Very, so, very true. Um, that's just the sad truth of life. You know what I'm saying? It, but that's that's on person to person. <laughs> I'm still laughing. Like I'm imagining. <laughs> like telling somebody like oh, okay you got some groceries or something like I need you to hold this bag yeah. hold this bag tight because I need to go to the car yeah. they come back you come back and they drop the bag like sir I'm oh like you disappointed me sir yeah. like in the you, two seconds I've known you <laughs> I didn't expect this from you <laughs> <laughs> and he goes home he's all sad <laughs> he did it by himself his, yeah. wife tries, his wife tries to console him he said no <laughs> I let him down what's his name let me down yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, that's that's life, bro. Yeah. That's life, man. So that this episode really showed that 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 is the truth of the matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, not everybody is gonna live up to those expectations. You know, and sadly, his boy let him down. But at the end, I guess his boy thought that he was like gonna let it slide or forgive him. But Gator's like, hell no, nah, man. Like, yeah. you know, you cut off, and <clears throat> man, sadly, I'm kind of like that, bro. You know, I. My wife has criticized me because I let people in super easy, bruh. I give easy access to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to come kick it? Let's kick it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We cool. We cool. But if you fuck up, you know what I'm saying? If you fuck me, like like you say on Scarface, bro. you fuck me, yeah. that's it, bruh. I'm a one strike you out type <laughs> dude, you know what I'm saying? Like especially at my age, nah, bro. Yeah, you know I'm kind of like Drake, no new friends, you know. Like if new friend come in, like I say, I'm cool, but come on now, well, I'm giving people second or third chances on shit, you know, to, to fuck me over again. Let's fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Not having Kevin. Yeah. So no. now nah, I like I like I like the realness in that situation, man. Um, yeah. And obviously, man, have you ever had a chain that cost, like, have you ever bought an expensive-ass chain? The chain in this show that Ross had, he said it was uh, worth 250 grand. What's the most that you've ever spent on a piece of jewelry? I don't buy, I don't wear jewelry. Nigga, you got on a watch right now. You got on a nice oh, watch right oh. now. I don't wear jewelry. Nigga, I don't, blinded I don't, me. I, don't, I, don't, I literally can't see. I don't see. consider the watch jewelry. I think it's a functional piece. Like, you can tell the time. Like, it gives you, it's a Fuck purpose to it. There's a purpose to you it. You get the time on your phone. I can. Digitally. Yeah, you can. But there's also a purpose to the watch. Now, ask me if it has batteries that work. I know. I was yeah, going to say, yeah. I was going to say, bro, this, I've never this, worn a watch that worked that told the right time. <laughs> this, this particular watch runs but it runs like if you wear it what yeah so oh like yo you on some matrix shit like yeah, your body yeah. access the battery no no <laughs> if it, it, it i'm assuming it's like for movement like and, but if i stop wearing it for like 24 hours it'll stop that's weird yeah okay you want to promote that brand no that's weird no it's okay all right <laughs> <laughs> I need that. No, I, I need, need that I, skin function. I, I need. I need. 
<laughs> some things you gotta keep to yourself, man. Some, right. some stuff just gotta be for you. You probably should have kept that story to yourself. Nah, I want. <laughs> can I flex at least once? Okay. Because I didn't. I don't. Buy, I don't. You I, already flexing. I don't. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I wear jewelry. I don't. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even consider this jewelry. This how much. This how much I spend on jewelry. I don't even consider <laughs> the shit jewelry, bro. <laughs> don't. Anyway, Damn. but but. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I've never really counted my wife's ring. That's probably the, the most I'm yeah, probably gonna spend on jewelry, and and that'll probably be the most I will spend on jewelry again. Whenever you you know get to that stage of marriage where you get another one or do the upgrade stuff. So, <coughs> what, what about you, sir? Wife. Yeah. Nah, man. The the chain I got on right now is probably fifteen dollars, and I have my wedding ring on it. So yeah, these are the two most expensive. Pieces of jewelry that I own. Yeah, that's that's about it. I I grew up in a we grew up in an era where if you did have stuff, somebody's gonna try to take it. Yeah, and I I didn't Thanks. I didn't I didn't really need that much more attention on whatever I'm trying to do. That that's that was true. just my mentality about it, man. It's like all right, you right. You already got to fight as enough as it is for stuff, man. Why why bring more attention to yourself? You right, bro. This life is sad. It's yeah. making me realize how sad our lives is right now. Cause yeah. shoot, my the the only thing that I've ever really splurged on. I don't put on expensive jewelry, but the only thing that I really only splurge on was like my vehicles. So like back in the day, I had a truck. I remember it wasn't this. even a badass truck or nothing. It was a, a Colorado, but I tricked it out, man. It was I nice, put, man. I put some nice twenty twos on it. You yeah. know, had fifteens in the back. You know, the flip out screen. Like at the time, a flip out screen was yeah. dope. Yeah, it was crazy, I bro. My this. shit got broken into three times. Yeah. After that third time, I was like, it's not worth. It's it's not worth having anything nice. I took the rims off, put factory tires, yeah. put the factory radio. I was like, bro, it's not worth it. Yeah, man, it, that was a nice car. They tore it up. Yeah, had your had your Signy on there. It was like the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about that? We, you nah. know, it's all right. Yeah. So. But yeah, man. As far as the episode go, I understood it for like the Rick Ross purpose of the chain and that stuff getting taken. So that's kind of the same concept, man. Yeah. But uh, the other thing we didn't talk about is the conflict ending with the fact that little Dicky hopped on the track with him and brought in this whole different type of style that I never heard him do before. Oh, you like you like how he's been on that track? Yeah, man. I, the, I mean, yeah, I, I the like guys that, that conned him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is the aspect of the show that I really kind of miss was like you gonna get some form of music. Yeah, the, the creative process, or when he can just come up with something. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is I like this. Yeah, yeah. I like it when I do like it when he spits, man, because um, it's inventive. It's yeah. It's like an extended music video. Uh, with with the whole show so it's pretty good man yeah. um episode four we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break these down a little bit quicker right. but uh this is the wisconsin episode so Allie joins them on tour uh which at this point this is the first time that we really seeing Allie. you know so we still don't know kind of what the relationship is at this point you know obviously he's on the looking for love tour but we know that they had a history and as fans of the show you know everybody always likes a good will they won't they you know what i'm saying so yeah this is definitely theirs and uh like i said at this point they they make it a point right off the bat to let it be known like yo 
they had a good place. They doing their own thing separately. Allie is joining them up in the city of Wisconsin to link up with a dude that she went to college with to try to get a quick bang because she just broke up with uh, her existing boyfriend at the time. Yeah. So I think this is actually her. Is it the, is it a bang or is this the one that got away? Uh, well, the guy you're saying the guy that she was trying to meet up with. Yeah. Is this the one that got away? I don't. I don't think that she really was portraying it like that. I mean, she was saying that the guy was kind of obsessed with her and, and was and viewed her or mentioned her being like a dream girl to him, right? Or whatever. But um, he was married. You know, I don't. I don't think they really. I don't think they were really focusing on it being like a one that got away type type situation. Okay, that I, I that changes my perspective of the show of this episode then, because because in my my perception i thought it was the one that got away for her or him for her for her oh. and, and, and he was just spitting game like he's just saying the stuff that he thought that she wanted to hear yeah but but turns out he never said that right like spoiler spoiler but yeah. nah i, I think I, maybe i'm looking at it because i know the end you yeah know, uh, he would they both was just looking for for a bang you know okay. he was just like what the hell you sent me nudes like Cause at the end she ends up backing out. Yeah, she, she gets cold feet or whatever. Which, good lord, bro, like that's that's tough. And now nowadays, ooh, these kids coming up, bro, they got it rough. You know what I'm saying? You got to get consent just to kiss a chick, and she's like, <laughs> "Can I kiss you?" <laughs> like, you gotta throw a bitch against the wall, bro. <laughs> Stick that tongue. You gotta do some Trump shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, Trump. not Trump. I ain't gonna even, I ain't gonna even say it. Nah, I'm, I'm joking around. Yeah. Um, but nah, man. Like, imagine that. Have you ever been in that situation where you in the bed, you getting ready? The dude's just like, should I wear a condom? And she like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She like, damn, actually, hold up. Like, that's so hard to pull back, you know, and be like, okay, all right. But I do like that this show kept it real because sometimes you watch like romantic comedies or whatever, yeah. and the dude would be like, "Okay, hey, no problem, yeah, you know, yeah. on your time, whenever you feel ready. I don't want to rush you or anything right. like that." It kept it real with this show. The dude was like, "Hey, what, what, what happened? Yeah, like yeah. what's going on? Yeah, like you're in my bed. You sent me nudes. You said that you. I mean, what's what's up? Yeah. So, yeah, I think you know that's definitely that frustration." You know, I definitely think in no no circumstance ever do you go like angry. You don't go full <laughs> hope. Hope gonna smash anyway. <laughs> Ain't no yeah. no. Yeah, you, yeah. Most most of us know you don't want to do that. No, never, never, you, never. Yeah, it's, that's one of the things about TV. It that might be what you wanted to say. Yeah, that might have been want to be your reaction. That brother's brushing his teeth and everything. He's ready to go night night. Yeah. He's like. It's like you can leave now. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> wrap this up. But this is the episode uh Craven from Run where he meets he meets Robin. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it shows the juxtaposition. You know, she Allie's out there, she's trying to do her thing, she's just trying to get a quick rebound fuck, but she can't go through with it. Dave is actually out here fulfilling the mission of uh of the tour. Yeah. You know, he actually found somebody that he connect with. And like you said earlier, man. Robin was immediately checking all the checking all the boxes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So um with me Robin. So who is this actress? Is what's her name? Chloe Bennett. Yeah. A cutie. She's a cutie, man. She looks like Oh Lord. Sydney. 
Sweeney, right? Yeah, Lord. She we were talking about this before the episode she started. Looks, she looks I, like it. I vehemently disagreed that they don't look alike. I'm not the only person that thinks that, man. You got your mind. Okay. Anybody who listens to this is pissed right now. Like, like, oh why would God. they be? Why would Tim they be pissed? Blind. Not, whatever, man. <laughs> they they got the same. Like, like I said, they, they got, got the like, they got, they they got the sleepy eyes, the kind of puffy cheeks. They got the same complexion. That's about it. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's similar, but nah. Yeah. Nah. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> oh, sorry. Got a little inside joke for y'all there. Um. Yo, so one of the things that I noticed with this episode was when is you and you somebody y'all y'all kind of in that intimate moment, right? Yeah. And things are said, but you're also kind of playing chess or checkers in your head with, yeah, yeah, with this yeah. person, trying to figure out how do I get to understand what my goal is in this particular part. Like I'm not see, with them. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to be with you. I'm trying to leave it open. Yeah. I'm looking for confirmation. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for acceptance. I'm That's looking. human nature, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you, even if it's, it's an initial thing, you know, obviously this dude's on tour. He's a famous yeah. rapper. I right. mean, this girl knows that in all likelihood she might never see this dude again. But it's like you still – it's still an emotional attachment. There is. You, you know, so you never want to be – nobody wants to see themselves on the shit end of the stick. No. So you got to – you know, you gotta play. You gotta play those games. Yeah. You know, even though I know we've talked about it, and we hate them games. Yeah, but because of there being so many more options, so many options out there for people, and you think other person, the other person has options. Yeah. And because of how you were interacted with them, you're thinking, okay, am I just a standout, or is that how they interact with everybody else? Yeah. So what really, what really made me think about this was the subtlety, like the little things that turn people against the other other person with someone just saying simply like i'm not comfortable well shoot how can i get you comfortable yeah, right yeah, yeah. with between ali and you know her fling and then you have dave and his fling or robin yeah where she's trying to g- gather confirmation and he's trying to leave it open-ended so she doesn't feel uncomfortable with something or he might overstep himself yeah then that changes it, and it's subtle things, man. Yeah, and and uh, that's the thing. If 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 you're able to leave comments, you know, just say yes. This happened to you, where something really oh, yeah. small just completely took you out your game. Like yeah. you lost that relationship from a small something, yeah. something that that will never it is. You'll never get to understand what that small thing was, but you know something small in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let us know, man. Hit us up in the comments. Like just, like we say, like we started out this episode, man. You know this this season uh, in the show in general, bro, is very relatable. Yeah. Even though it's like a heightened thing, like we never see ourselves like on tour as as rappers and stuff. But um, it's still on a human level is very relatable. Yeah, you know this whole situation. Everybody's gone through that. Yeah, I was Everybody. if you if you got big, man. I was just gonna I was gonna be Gator. Whatever I said when you was gonna make it big, I was just gonna be Gator. I was oh, gonna man. be on tour with you. Hey, well, that's still a chance. We're still doing the comedy thing, so yeah, yeah. we'll be out there in Austin, get it popping. Right. But uh, so episode five, probably my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was completely outrageous, man. They in Mississippi. <laughs> 
<laughs> and as soon as the episode started, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is about to be this is about to be crazy." You know, you got a plus size girl, yeah. uh, super fan. Yeah, uh, shows how much of a fan she is. It starts out with her at her house. She ends up at the at the concert. And uh, Dickie is asking for people up on stage. She gets selected, and immediately the crowd turns. You know, he's like, <laughs> I don't remember what they were saying. They're just booing her. Yeah, they booing her like this big bitch or something, <laughs> something stupid, bro. Like they're so funny, you know. But um, you know, Dickie being the the guy that he is, man, he feels bad. You yeah. know, he's talking to everybody, and he's like, "What should I do?" He's telling Robin the situation. He's texting her, and he wants to, to atone for what the crowd did. Now, what do you think? Was that on him? Did does he need to be the one to atone for them making this girl feel uh, uncomfortable potentially? No, of course not. But but something about her made him feel. He was connected to her. Yeah. Uh, and so. Well, she's a fan of his. Yeah. She's a, you know. So that would suck. Imagine that. Man, you pull pull somebody up on stage that's a fan of yours and they just start <laughs> roasting her. <laughs> oh. Worst situation ever to be in, right? Yeah. Here. But hilarious for yeah. us. Yeah. I love when she got on the tour bus. <laughs> he's out trying to make her feel good. He's like, we can get you a t-shirt. And Mike's like, what size? <laughs> And he gets so uncomfortable. He's like, we'll just let her sip through the box. You know? <laughs> this, oh, the show is so stupid. This man. episode could have stood out by itself. Like, it could yeah. have been something completely different. Because it, it, it had a whole different energy, a whole different type man. of filming. There's so much yes. stuff going on. The The girl family is a character in its own. Yes, like, bro. Everybody. The misdirect. Because, like, you don't know where the episode is going, right? You start yeah. out there, you think... He invites her on tour, yeah, which is crazy. You know, he's all like, you can come out to the next spot. And she's like, oh, I don't have a car. Well, he's like, well, come on. You come with us on the bus. <laughs> Mike's like, no. <laughs> but you think that the episode is going to be like continue with her being a part of the tour, on, the, on the tour bus or whatever. He lets her know the rule uh, on the tour bus. No shitting on the bus. <laughs> he's like, not just you. It's room for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this episode, like I say, hey, it's, it's so quotable. Yeah. I can remember so many things, I, I, bro. I want to say that people come to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, can't, can't, can't shit here. That's not just you. That's love, just the rule. I love shitting at your house for some reason. When I go to your house, I immediately think I need to shit. Yes. <laughs> I want to blow up your personal bathroom. Never. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get in there. No, I'm gonna get in there. But um, no, bro, the family. Man, so funny that you know you're in the Mississippi Bible Belt, man. So they hardcore, staunch believers, man. And uh, but they're concerned. <laughs> they seem to be super conservative, super conservative, but very accepting as well. So it's kind of a no. That's it. Just it's just highlighting Southern hospitality. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like, yo, you know, you come through. You know, wait out this storm. You know, like let's eat. You know what I'm saying? But they still got their hardcore conservative values. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, um, I think it was a great representation of of well, of what stereotypical like Southern uh, Bible Belt people are. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it plays on a, that stereotype in the most hilarious possible way. Right. Uh, my favorite part of the episode, man, it probably airs to fucking grandma coming out. No pants on. <laughs> they all sitting at the mic and M and L's are sitting at the table. L's is like, 
I can see your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, no, that's not our pussy. <laughs> and the fucking dog, the fucking dog goes over and just starts licking it, bro. What the fuck, man? These motherfuckers got to be high writing this shit. Yeah, that uh, that was funny. The interaction with the brother was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that that dick, dick, little dick you had with the brother uh, that cracked me up. Yeah, uh, the girl. He was like, he was like, what are you, what are your intentions? You want to fuck her? He's <laughs> like, nah, I'm fucking with you. I wouldn't fuck her either. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah, man, so it's, stupid, it's, man. I'm, I'm still curious to see. I, I, uh, <coughs> I like how Day was like, I'm gonna stand up for her so she can dance. Yeah, and she's like, ain't nobody asked you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that was that was good, and then uh, of course, uh, Gator having his mental breakdown. Man. But before it got to that point, that girl came in a storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Gator got a two bitches riding under a hurricane. Oh, <laughs> uh, Gator is fucking classic, man. He's yeah. he's awesome on this he, show. He is, and and this whole time, he's kind of playing around, and and there's something going on over there. Um, so, so one of the things you you don't do enough, or we don't do enough, is checking a person who's always seemed like they're doing good. Yeah, you know, the, you you will give attention to the guy or a person that has their head down all the time. You're like, what's the matter? How you doing? What's what's going on? Yep. But the person who has their head up and always smiling, always doing that stuff, man, you, you got to check in. It's with true. Them. How many how many times do you see it, man? The happiest seemingly people in the world find out that they, you know did something tragic to themselves you know you never want to see that nah. so yeah no gator gator i think uh mental health professionals and people that advocate for mental health i, I can't imagine that they don't love gator's character man because it's yeah. it's he's great yeah you know he's he's a good rep representation for for those people man but yeah. this episode you know was was hilarious yeah. as as the show does it, it highlights big things but uh it still gives us incredible, hilarious moments, man. Yep. Uh, dude, the show's so good. We didn't expect for this this one to be like a full length episode, but as we're going through, I mean, so many so many things uh, cracks us up. So we'll try to we'll try to move it along. Now it hits the climax of the season right about now. Uh, is with the tour bus blowing up. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> hilariously, somebody pulls through the the sees the tour bus all in uh, in its wreckage and everything. Uh, sees it uh, in the aftermath of the fire and and sees the fuck doll, the, the, just the legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that shit was genius, man. I thought that was so funny. You know, they take the video, you get to see the legs of the fuck doll, <laughs> thinking that is is Dickie's legs. And uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Little Dicky, yeah. uh, <clears throat> dude, so funny, man! Such a good episode. Um, and this really happens in the music industry, man. I was looking at a documentary how I was saying artists makes artists make exponentially more money after they pass away. Like their their posthumous albums and everything, they get so much more popular. Their streams shoot the hell up. You know, once they pass away, which is weird. You get everybody's talking about, oh man, I loved so and so artist. I I love listening to their stuff, man. It's messaging me so deep. You ain't even listen to that nigga when he was alive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that happens that happens all the time. Yeah. And I think this show, again, perfect writing, great writing. They highlighted that point really, really well this episode. 
Yeah. I don't think that there's anything bad about it. I think it's just more of like, you know, owning the fact that, man, I didn't give this person a chance while he was here. But that's not what people do. No, if no. people were to say that, then that makes all the sense in the world. Right, like, right. cool. You know, like that. that's a good way to say it. But no, people are like, man, I loved, I loved him. Yeah. You know? It's like they just want to hear themselves talk, you know, yeah, exactly, or make, exactly. make themselves feel important like they did rock with them, but they what, didn't. Once The other thing that it does do this show is kind of gives you that conundrum. Would you ignore all that and to, to, to reap in the benefits of it? Oh, dude, pull a, pull, pull a dicky, do what he did, and just ignore the, uh, the yeah, tweets. Don't, don't not expose the, phone, the fact that you're get really your, alive. Yeah, get your, get, your, get your followers, get that stuff up. Man, that's so tough. I don't think I don't think I could do it. I would feel too guilty, especially with like people that's close to me, um, not knowing the truth. Because he initially was gonna let it ride with even his parents. Yeah, you know his parents. He he did hit up his parents, but Allie said that she had to go like hours thinking he was dead. And the girl um, that he was talking to, Robin, Mm. uh, he didn't expose it to her for like I think a whole couple days. Yeah. So that's nah. I could never do that, man. That's that's so tough. As soon as I would have caught wind, I'd have to be like, nah, man. This is just a misunderstanding, you know. Yeah, and then if this, something does happen when you try and expose it, you have to have a lot of people trying to back up their yeah their stuff. And then just like just like it, it it happens in real life. Like I said, everything about this show is so relatable. When you do something fucked up, and when you do something that you know is wrong. You feel super fucking guilty about it, yeah. you know. So he he didn't feel good about uh, you know about keeping this by keeping it on the books and the uh, the following episodes he still has in the back of his mind, you know. So it's hard, you know. His girl comes out to uh, his spot, they they kind of having trouble doing it. Puts the even rockier start on a relationship because his friends have planned a surprise birthday party for him. And uh, they tell her not to expose it, uh, so she's she's kind of in that in a weird position, you know. Yeah. So it kind of shows how their relationship is off to like a, a little bit of a rocky start. But it's that thing like we talked about earlier. You gotta you gotta just be yourself, you know. Uh, so yeah. Um, then they kind of poke fun at the Met Gala, uh, which I thought was a was a cool episode because it touched on. Um, the one video that he did, the the Earth. Oh yeah, yeah. So you need to love the Earth. Or, yeah, I forgot the name of that song, but I remember that. Yeah, my kids love that that video. I've probably seen that two hundred times. Bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously that's a that's something that he cares about. You know, he did a real life video on that one, so he was able to you know to bring that back on the show, which was cool. And he, then just poke fun at the Met Gala. Yeah, but the standout to me was Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, man. Yeah. I mean, calling out some things like to to you can't take yourself too seriously that you can't yeah. laugh or bring levity to your own stuff. Yeah, I thought Jack Harlow was dope. Yeah, he was he was really good yeah. uh, in this episode, man. I'll, and I like the fact that he calls him out and says the curly hair, the beard. You yeah. sure you ain't kind of you know yeah. trying to bite off something? Yeah. Now, nah, yeah, he he spoke fun and kind of teased uh, Jack Harlow all throughout the season. Yeah. So I was I was laughing when he popped up in this episode. Yeah, he did a great job, man. Yeah. I still ain't watched that movie White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, I but can't. I might I might want to watch it now because he actually he actually did good acting uh, in this in this show. So he has he has uh, more charm than I've seen some other actors do. Yeah, and recently some movies I've seen. So yeah, he can hold his own, bro. Um. 
He met uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I was about to bring in. I knew I, you were a huge fan of her. Like, Mean yeah, Girls was one of your Who favorite movies. Who the hell movies. was it? Who wasn't a fan of uh, Notebook? The Notebook. Regina George. Is that the name of them? That's uh, the name in Mean Girls. Oh, okay. Mean Girls is one of the funniest fucking movies I've ever seen. It's one of my favorite movies, man. Yeah. It's dope. Plus, the girls are incredible to look at in that movie. So, it's a win-win. Everything is great. <laughs> 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 but, no, no. Rachel McAdams, uh, I think she probably... You know, when you think a sweet girl next door type type chick, you know, she 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 would come up on the list, I think. You know. Yeah. But that was that was their meeting at the Met Gala. Yeah. And then I was surprised to see a return in the next episode. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see her too. I was surprised to see a lot of actors come in too. Hell this yeah. But but go ahead, I'm sorry, for this episode yeah. this is episode nine, correct? Yeah, episode nine. So, you know, he's um He's trying to take this the relationship further with with Robin. So we'll kind of combine uh, episode nine and ten because they kind of blur a little bit uh, to me. Even though episode ten it was it was it was incredible. Okay. Because um, we had even more surprise yeah. surprise guests. Yeah. Um, this episode, man, it was so funny when uh, he's trying to he's trying to navigate through his relationship with Robin, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to see you know if he wants to take that further. She's telling him that she's gonna move out to L.A. Uh, I think Emma dropped the documentary, so they're watching the documentary, and 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 uh, Robin finds herself thinking like, what the you know what the hell? Yeah. You know, are you still looking for love? You know, yeah. it doesn't really portray her well uh, in the documentary, and she's like, well, if I was Rachel McAdams. The the song was bomb, bro. The yeah. the song that he made about uh Mrs. 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 McAdams. McAdams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what what's also funny is is as as a viewer, or you kind of like, does he stand a chance with Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Because you're like, I wasn't expecting to see her again. Yeah. You know, so what's going on with this? Like, yeah. how does it? And she's like into his ideas. She likes his music. Yeah. So he's like, what 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 is going on here? Like, why and, not? And and as a uh, somebody who's been in dating world, that that happens. You you have somebody yeah. where you like, man, I really want this. Like I've been chasing this type of whatever it is. Yeah. But I got this other person that like we're vibing. Like it's a good vibe. But what happens if I don't give this other person a chance to see if I can get yeah. the so quote unquote dream girl? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You never think you have a chance. I, I still don't know how me and my wife are together. She decided to slum it down. <laughs> it, t- it took me years to get my wife, so yeah, I understand. You're putting that work, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, the Dream Girl track was was amazing. I loved the scene. Now, obviously, it ended up being like a fantasy or whatever, which I thought was a cool uh, edit. You know, where they're at the cafe, dude. I cannot tell you how hard I laughed when uh she Rachel McAdams was like, All right, if if you beat me at arm wrestling, I'll call Drake for you and they start arm wrestling <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden it turns into Robin and all of a sudden it turns into the fuck doll. <laughs> Bro, when I seen the sex doll on the screen, I I was fucking I hate it with something when I'm watching something and it makes me laugh uncontrollably hard and my wife is like in the other room and she's not watching. I sound legit crazy. <laughs> I'm like I know I sound like a lunatic right now, but I I could not help it, man. Yeah, it's so stupid, man. He you know he finally upgraded and got this uh, seven thousand dollar sex doll which, that was his perfect uh, his perfect girl, his which, dream girl, which Robin is okay with, yeah, super cool with, yeah. yeah. 
so I guess that <laughs> it's like in his mind, he's trying to decide <laughs> which one of the girls he wants to host. <laughs> so to see this little sex doll trying to arm wrestle him, bro. So, so stupid, man, but it's so funny. But, uh, yeah. It's so good, man. So as somebody who's, like, analytical, this episode made me rethink some stuff because <coughs> my wife felt like before we were when we were dating she felt like me a little personal she felt like man he's gonna be so analytical i don't know when we're gonna move forward in the yeah. next step of our relationship I, I really don't know i think he's gonna just try and calculate everything that comes into play yeah but yeah. that that wasn't the case I, I i knew i wanted to be with her i just wanted to make sure everything else in my my stuff was lined up yeah but i never thought of her having that sense of uh doubt or wonder from watching something or seeing seeing how analytical somebody can be about everything yeah that's a and, tough and, yeah that's and, a tough deal for robin to yeah over. yeah and then to think that you're not having this genuine connection you're just processing me until you find the next perfect per- perfect thing yeah 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 i think uh like i said we've we've a lot of us have been on both sides of, of the coin right you know what i'm saying yeah. like you that's why you got to play those games, unfortunately, man. You want to make sure, like I say, you don't want to end up on the shit end of the stick. So she watching that. She like, how am I supposed to take this? Yeah. And where do I where do I stand? You know, it's tough. It's tough. But again, just great writing. Yeah. You know, yeah. really, really good job of uh, of showing all of that, man. And then at the end of this episode, which threw me off, I was like, what am I watching? Do I need to like reassess what I'm watching as a person because yeah. At the end of the episode, he just starts going in on that on the sex doll. Like he's just uh, all yeah. the way going through with I it. I knew that was like, I knew that was coming at some point. Like decides to change positions. Like I'm yeah. like, what yeah. is this, man? Um, first off, I'm shocked they put this much into the yeah on TV. Yeah, yeah. Second, yeah. I'm surprised I'm still sticking around. Like this has to end soon. Like I'm completely uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You're not comfortable enough watching a man fuck a sex doll. What's wrong with you? Yeah, no. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, be, because because as as an they audience, they show a lot. They do. They put a lot. Yeah. And as an audience, you relate to that person. So because you relate to Dave in some aspect, you kind of put yourself in his shoes. I and watch I'm, my friends fuck. All right, man. I'm, next episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, you, no, you telling me if if you saw that I put out a sex tape, you wouldn't watch that shit. You wouldn't be like, oh shit! <laughs> get the popcorn. <laughs> get it, Tim. Get it. Yeah. Turn it on, like, boy, yeah. you put in some work, bro. I wouldn't expect anything less. I would, I would expect an encouragement from you. You know, you, what I'm you need that type you of support. I got, I got you, bro. I, I invite you. you over next time. Uh, yeah, getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> I need you cheering. <laughs> Sometimes you need that confidence. <laughs> Let's go. Tricky, tricky. Get it, get tricky. it, get it. Yeah, man. <laughs> nah, you're right, though. That was a little, that was you, a little far. Yeah, yeah. You probably get a little hand clap in your head. Like, yeah. yeah, I did that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man, yeah, we didn't get to this. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the best episode. Best, bro. Best cameo. Uh, insane, man. So, I don't know how he's able to pull off these uh, these cameos, bro. Uh, these people to to get on the show. Obviously, he has a great relationship or a great manager, or I think Scooter Braun's his manager, huh? In all likelihood, I don't know. But man, he got connections. Obviously, bro, 
Rachel McAdams comes back. They're shooting the Mr. McAdams uh, music video, which I kind of hope they actually put out this video because the video. I've been hoping they do some of this music this whole yeah. three seasons. I'm we hoping they we do need, something. yeah, we need the Peanut album. We need the actual uh, album, yeah. bro. And uh, I need him to get back into into making music videos. Yeah, because the music videos are great. Pillow talk, Earth, like all, all this yeah. stuff. I think I think the writing of this show hasn't preoccupied. But go yeah. Ahead. Um, so, like I say, we get the return of of the uh, super fan from the very first episode that made him the bust of his head. She's now like a PA on um, on set uh, for with, his with, first video. Yeah, with the video, she's like, "You don't remember me?" Blah blah blah. Listen, to that we get into the video. Rachel McAdams there, looking cute as hell, you know, and doing playing her role in the video. It, it makes it seem like. You know, obviously the editing, the misdirects that they do yeah. makes it seem like they're they're in bed together and they actually are. He actually did. Yeah, he, he, he broke up with Robin, yeah, right? Yeah. But it exposes that they're actually on a video set or whatever. Mm, yeah. So then uh, he's like, "Yo, can we shoot one more scene?" And she's on the phone. She's in the bedroom. He mentions Brad Pitt in a line in one of his songs. And you know, in the bar, or whatever, you see Brad Pitt stick his head in. And at first, I'm like, "That's crazy." They got they got Brad Pitt, and I'm like. That's cool that he did a quick cameo yeah. like that, you know, yeah. to be part of the video. I didn't expect in any way, form, or fashion that Brad Pitt would stick around for the entire episode. Yeah, he. Yeah, he, I was. I was thinking that too. I was like, "All right, Brad Pitt showed up. That was enough yeah. already." Yeah. But for him to have somebody like people love Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt makes good content, man. He, Great content. He, he's he's somebody that you want, and he's doing Brad Pitt things. He's eating. Yeah. Like, like he always does. Um, he's he like, still got like a boyish charm to him, even though he's probably well in his fifties. Uh, I think he's about to hit them sixties, man. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. yeah, he got he still got that 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 you know extreme boyish charm to him still, yeah. man. It's, yeah. it's it's nuts. And then so and he, you forget his uh, comedy chops, man. Like he, yeah. he's he's funny, man. Man, not to skip ahead to like, because it's towards the end of the episode, but it was so funny, man. Obviously, the chick turns uh, lunatic mode and, and pretty much holds him hostage. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, I was laughing so hard because Dicky exposed the fact that he faked his death. He was like, it's on the hard drive. And she was like, all right, I got to get some dirt on you, too. And she goes up in the Brad Pitt. And she's like, do something to get yourself canceled. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, I've never done nothing. And he's like, well, back in the day, I, uh, you know, we had a Chinese guy. And <laughs> like, I, I just kind of talked like him. He's like, she was like, do it on camera. Bro, I was laughing so hard because the whole time, it's like suspense. Yeah, I, I'm like, no way. It's like, even though this is a scripted show, yeah, if he does it, he's still gonna get in trouble, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, come on, Brad, there's no way you can do the Asian accent right now, bro. <laughs> Uh, but they they played it off well. Yeah, he they they he snuck a little one in there, yeah, bro. I yeah. think I think that's the most acceptable way that he he could have got away with it, man. Yeah. But such a bro, such a fun episode, dog. That shit was so funny. But what got me the whole time is he he's trying to kill her. Yeah. But he's not <laughs> he's not trying to do it himself. He's trying to get Dicky to kill her the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And he ain't gonna do it. <laughs> he's like, hey, sh- sh- kill her, stab her. The oh, whole time, man. yeah, that was so funny. Him like putting a little blade, the smallest <laughs> knife ever, 
into the hole. <laughs> he wants to, he's like, slit her throat. <laughs> so Dickie's like, no, no. And he bitches out. He tries to, he tries to hold the knife up to her. <laughs> oh, man. It's so stupid. That's relatable, too, bro. Yeah. Imagine if you were put in a position, even if your life is on the line, could you stab somebody with a little ass knife? Like, w- like, would you be able to? You think you'd be able to take them out? I don't know. That girl was, yeah. I think for that girl, she, you, she, she, you, I, I, the speed you have to be there. <laughs> like, you have to catch me, man. Yeah. So that's my thing. Um. Yeah, it was it was so weird. Like, they two grown men. They never thought to like just bomb rush her at some at some point. Dicky wasn't about it, man, and and Brad wasn't was gonna do it unless he started moving too. Bro, what about the part where uh, she was like, "I've been holding it," and she just starts oh. peeing on the carpet. She's like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> she's like, "No, look at me." <laughs> He's like, "Do you want me to look, at <laughs> bro?" I'd be so stupid, man. Yeah, Brad, Brad yeah, un- uh, underestimated him with his with comedy, man. Him and. Uh, Russell Crowe are funny, man. And and Ryan Gosling. Those guys are funny people that you wouldn't necessarily think have that kind of community chops. But uh, I think it shows how good of an actor they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gator gets him back into the scene. <laughs> and Brad Pitt gets shot with the crossbow. Yeah. Man. yeah I, and I knew something. I knew I was like, the whole time I'm thinking, bro, they going to kill Brad Pitt on this show because they fucked up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar when he did an episode too. Like, he broke oh, his leg yeah, like, oh, yeah. horribly. And I'm like, oh, man, they going to do something really bad to, to Brad. Yeah. That's what they do on this show. No cameos are safe. No, man. But the last cameo of this, of this episode was way to the end with some bad um, green screen, but he's Very in bad, yeah. He's in there. Got the boy Drizzy. Yep. Drake made uh, it to the show. I don't. I, I, I was. You know, every other previous episode, man. Every other previous season of Dave, he always makes strong references about Kanye being his favorite rapper. Uh, this season, we didn't get any reference. We didn't. He didn't utter Kanye's name at all. <laughs> Obviously, uh, for obvious, for, yeah, for obvious yeah, reasons, yeah, yeah. Dave is uh, yeah. Jewish, <laughs> famously. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, more of the emphasis was on was on Drake being his favorite rapper. He, but he's always been trying to get Kanye to do cameo on the show. You know, sure. he's been trying to work all those channels. But sure, uh, Kanye's never wanted to be a part of any of his music videos, the show, nothing. Even with Kevin Hart being the executive producer on it, you know. But um, they were able to get Drake. Yeah, they were able to get Drake. Uh, Bieber was on last season. He gets incredible cameos, man. He people does. wants to be people want to be a part of a uh, of these shows, man. Which is yeah. which is pretty cool. And uh, my favorite thing is what he says to to him. And I think <coughs> the outstanding line is, uh, "Can you teach me how to love myself?" Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "What? No." <laughs> and, yeah, and and I think that's the the takeaway of a lot of stuff is learning to love yourself. And that's a good way to put a bow on it. Yeah. Continue to do that, man. Yeah. You, you, you won't. From what I'm learning for life, is that there are points in which I love what I'm doing, and there's points in which I'm trying to re like learn to love what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Now you make a great point. That's the perfect way to put a put a bow on this episode because that is the arc of this whole season. You know, he's out there looking for love, looking for love to her, but what he really needs to have done from the very beginning, look within himself. Mm. Love yourself. Yeah. Can't Poor, be taught. Fortune. Not by Drake. Not by anybody. No. Fortune. Snap them fingers, man. So, um, like we do every episode, man, when we close in the night, we want to give our bank deposit score. Bank deposit scores are zero being, nah, man, I wouldn't spend any of my money on this thing ever again. And five stacks being, yes, like all my money. Uh, This is a series. This is just one season of of a show that we really like. But we're still going to give it, man. So, what what are you giving Dave season three? I was definitely getting four stacks. Um, I would come back for the season four, and but I don't know if they need a season four. I think I think I want it. But they gonna spread this thing out, bro. But if they don't, you know, I think it. I think it ended where I'm okay with how it ended. Like, that, like to me, not everything has to be closed up, happy ending. And the way that they have the story for these characters, not everything is going to be exposed. Like, yeah. you don't always know what Els is doing. You don't know what Emma's doing. You don't know what Allie's doing. Yeah. You kind of come in where they are when the story, wherever you are in the story. So, which is how life is. You don't you don't yeah. know everybody what they're doing. So, I think, I think I'm okay. I definitely want a season four. Uh, I believe they did get renewed. Oh, okay. For, so, for season four. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I know they're coming back. Um, I listened to Andrew Santino's podcast, and he was like, yeah, they gonna keep doing it. They gonna keep doing it as long as they can. Yeah, I'm, good. Um, I'm glad. I like. I like it, man. I'll give it a. I'm gonna give it four point two stacks. Okay. Four point two, bruh. Yeah. Because, like I say, I mean, it's great writing. The yeah. writing is good, and the actors pull it off really well. Um, you know, I don't really have too much negative to say about it. You know, in, in all honesty, you know, like they. Do they take things too far sometimes? Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, you know, know. I'm, I got I got a sick ass sense of humor, so <laughs> that's right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when I watch it with wifey, like she'll have some complaints or whatever. But for the most part, man, I like it. You know, and it, it's real level. It's real balanced. You know, it um, even with the heightened sense of, uh, sense of stuff that they do, the storytelling is 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 really good. Yeah, you know, and they make it so relatable. So yeah, yeah. four point two stacks for for yeah, me, man. I agree. Yeah. I I need more people to talk about it. I don't need you to be like like it should be kind of like in the sense of entourage where you just know people are watching it. Yeah. Versus I kind of have to find people and I'm like, oh, you watching it too? So know? much content. Yeah, that's very so true. So much content. Very right true, now, man. So yeah. Well, hopefully people check this out, man. Hopefully uh, people that are, are a fan of uh, of Dave will come to this one and, and relive some of the episodes. I think we did a good job on this one, man. This, yeah. was, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, Guys, if you're listening right now, we appreciate you. We love you for it. Uh, if you want to keep us going with these things, please make sure wherever you're listening, go give this thing five stars, give a review, drop some comments or something, share it with some buddies that are like, yo, that actually broke down Dave. Um, of course, we're coming to you with one of the biggest summer blockbusters of the year on our next episode, man. We're going to be breaking down The Flash. We actually already seen it. We got a pre-screening, man. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to get one of our buddies uh, as, a, as a guest on it, man. So that's going to be a great episode. And then uh, next week, Secret Invasion starts streaming. So we're going to break those episodes down episode by episode. 
which is cool, which is the way shows should should be done. Um, yeah. You know, give give us a week in between so we can chop it up about it, man. But, hey, as always, we love y'all for being here. Peace and love to everybody. Kevin, give them that Barry White on the way out. Peace. <laughs> Later.